0: it's the married with channels podcast i'm moose i'm jody seems like it's been a while
1: it has been a while
0: it's been a tough winter for a lot of things and that includes doing this podcast because of damn what well, we had the flu back in november
1: some of us September. more than once
0: yeah and uh, then finally covid got us
1: that's right a
0: couple weeks ago got all of us
1: all of our whole family
0: it just came in the doors like, hello,
1: you're going to be sick now yeah. and for a while.
0: Yeah. And, and still
1: dealing with that. So
0: luckily, everybody, you know, luckily, the kids didn't get it too bad. Yeah. Our youngest, the most vulnerable. She got it probably the best out of all of us. So amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. But uh, as it and I, I use this uh, scenario with somebody else. Uh, as as covid's walking out the door it says oh one more thing and then it pushes over a vase and knocks it breaks it in a piece on the floor and leaves yeah it left us a little sinus infection and yep bronchial infection with me and
1: had to go pay another copay. i know yeah
0: it's annoying but it
1: really is tis the season for sickness around here for yeah. sure lots and lots of it all winter long
0: so as we uh get better we're hoping to get uh, more frequent on the podcast for yep. the three people who listen
1: <laughs> get back into the rhythm of yeah. this thing that we do and there's plenty
0: of shows to talk about yeah and uh, movies yeah uh, i think next week we'll probably touch on top gun maverick
1: finally yeah
0: uh but this week we're getting to the last of us and the apple tv plus show shrinking we'll start with the last of us of course you know, this is, by now, it's the uh, TV adaptation of the po- very popular video game of the same name.
1: And have you played the game yourself? You're it, kind of a video game guy.
0: I did. Jay lent me a copy. Okay. And I started it. I didn't get very far into it. Okay. It was interesting. I was liking it. And then I don't know why I didn't continue with it. Okay. I think it's one of those games you kind of have to be in a mood for. You, sure. you know, it's kind of dark. Yeah. There's some strategy involved. Yeah, Which I'm not saying is a bad thing by any means. I just you got to be in that zone.
1: Sure. And Maybe. my
0: video game playing mostly these days has been, you know, hooking up with the friends doing the uh, the soldier fighting bullshit.
1: <laughs> Maybe you put it on your birthday list then. I don't know. If you
0: I, I have it. I oh. still have it. Oh, it's yeah. not
1: a loader. It's a load to keep. Huh? <laughs> I mean, Jay has
0: not been hounding me about it because it's the first game. There's been two so far.
1: Oh, really? OK. And
0: you know, it's like somebody mm-hmm. loaning you their 78 Volkswagen Beetle. It's like, anyway. Okay. I'll get back to playing. I was going to start up, but I read that you want to either do the game first or do the show. Don't do both at the same time. So when the show's over, I'll go back to the game, I think.
1: Okay. Just curious if you had played it and if it played out like the show. Some some sort of.
0: I don't even remember. Like, I didn't get that far into it.
1: Okay. No but, worries.
0: But uh, I do remember, like, the first episode, Last of Us a lot of similarities there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, talking about the show, it's very well done. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's interesting. It's, it's kind of the co-creators, Craig Mazin, who uh, I listen to him and John August quite a bit. They're two screenwriters. They do a podcast called Script Notes and anybody has any interest in movies, you should definitely check out Script Notes. Uh, but it's funny. It's interesting to hear that guy and see him be a part of this big HBO show Sure. And he did Chernobyl, which mm, we, I think I we like enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they're doing a great job with The Last of Us. I think I read somewhere The Last of Us has almost the same budget as Game of Thrones. Wow. Per episode. It's it's a costly show, but it's got to be paying for them. Paying
1: dividends for them i i'll admit when in when we first kind of started it i was like ah, not another like walking dead I type know. show with right? zombies and like people trying to fight and survive and how humanity behaves but i don't know this one seems different to me and i and i like it it's it's very well done and and the storylines that that happen throughout um and i think i noticed this last night like you know, you have the main characters, of course, but some of the some of the peripheral characters don't last as long as I thought no. they would. Not like in The Walking Dead, where you got this group of like eight people who go through a season together. You know, this is it's very much more of um, a, a, a quicker speed for some of those storylines, I think.
0: You know, without doing an actual research, I think. Basically, every episode of The Last of Us, and we've gone through five. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, So far, every episode, a character, a main character has died. Yeah. Uh, The very first episode, it was Joel's daughter. Yeah. Um, The second one, I think, was Tess. Um, Bill and Frank come to mind. But anyway, it's, you know, like you, I was a little hesitant Mm-hmm. I, it's a little different than Walking Dead. They're similar in the sense that it's a post-apocalyptic, the world has gone to shit. Sure. Type of scenario. And there are zombies, quote unquote. hmm A little different because these are like fungus zombies. Yeah.
1: Like a biological agent of some sort.
0: It feels more, that feels more like a reality. Yeah. Than the.
1: Because we're coming shit. off of a pandemic. Well, I mean. <laughs>
0: And if you, it, one of the things that's come out of the show is you see the the think pieces on what would happen if fungus, you know, and, yeah. and there aren't, there, there are no vaccines for fungal infections. There no. are, but they're very cost prohibitive. Sure. And they're not quite there developmentally. You know, there's no mass production of it. So there is an iota of, it could happen to the last of us. Sure. Now how everything would pan out where you got this uber-fascist, you know, government's military yeah. arm that's keeping everybody in check. I don't know if it'll go that route. But anyway, uh, I, I, it's not the same as The Walking Dead. Right. It, it, it's If anything, they've learned from The Walking Dead that you need more than just, you know, a, a, an interesting zombie kill of the week mm-hmm. type of thing. And they tried to do character work in Walking Dead. It didn't really work out too well. I don't think the writing was as good as here. Mm-hmm. Because the good thing about The Last of Us is the characters are so rich. Yeah, I feel like every character they introduce us to, I mean, Bill and Frank is easy because they had a whole episode to devote to those characters. But even like, you know, episode five, Henry and Sam, like, I really felt for those characters. I wanted them to live and to thrive. And I knew right away, like, they're probably going to die soon.
1: They do a really good job with the writing of telling their story in a short amount of time it's Mm -hmm. not a lot of like it takes three episodes to develop this character arc and you know it's just kind of there and and they do a really good job in that short amount of time just telling kind of that whole character's vibe and story you know
0: and even like a character we don't even see this michael character who's been long gone yeah the brother of kathleen who runs the resistance in kansas city yeah you know We got a good idea of that character based on, you know, one scene.
1: Her dialogue. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, again, it goes back to characters. Um, It seems like we've kind of gotten into The Last of Us has gotten into the um, they go to a town place, meet up with characters. Those characters die and then they move on. Yeah. Now it's only five episodes in. So I'm hoping they'll not get into that kind of routine sure template but i think they're doing a good job of i think we're getting there yeah and i think and it's it's shot much better and i don't want to make this a last of us versus walking dead type of analysis mm-hmm. but i think where walking dead failed is i don't think the writing was that good and i think Something about the cinematography and the camera work was very stale, very boring. This has more interesting shots. Mm. It feels more rich, it feels more lived in. Sure. The world they've created and maybe that's a budget thing
1: because mm, maybe
0: if I've heard anything AMC is not very Oh, here's 2 million an episode.
1: Sure. They got the HBO money behind this yeah. one. Yeah.
0: But uh, the Last of Us is an engaging show and it's interesting without it being a, uh, you know, ooh Show the zombies.
1: I think it's great acting, too. Yeah. By every person. I haven't really seen anybody who's cheesy or ham or, you know, it just works. And it's very, very well executed.
0: Yeah. And Pedro Pascal is an engaging actor. I think he's very, he's one of those guys that on screen owns it. Yeah. And he has that it thing. Like, you, when you hear Pedro Pascal is in a show, you're like, Okay, I'm about seventy percent interested now. Exactly. Um,
1: yeah, you get lost that he is Joel. He, I mean, I don't see him playing the same role over and over and over again in every project that he does. Mm-hmm. It's 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 unique to that character, and you kind of get you forget that he's playing that character because he's just really kind of good on his delivery.
0: Yeah, and Anna Torv. Um, yeah. She's a she's a good actress. Um, uh, we remember we watched Fringe for a little bit. Yeah. Um, that show started okay, and then that. But she was kind of like a highlight. Oh, and then she was in um Hunters.
1: Yes, the FBI profiler. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So here's Anna Torv and Pedro Pascal and uh, Bella Ramsey who plays Ellie. Um, this is from episode two, towards the end, when we find out that Tess isn't going to be around very much longer.
1: I'm staying. I mean our luck had to run out sooner or later. Fuck. She's infected. Show me. Joel. Oops. Hey. Take your bandage off.
0: She's asking Ellie to take her bandage okay. off.
1: Joe, this is real. Joe, she's fucking real. I need you to get her to Bill and Frank's. They'll take her off your hands. They'll handle it from here. No, 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 I can't. They won't take her. They're not going to take her. They will because you'll convince them. Yes, you will. I I never ask you for anything not to feel the way I felt, not to, you shut the fuck up because I don't have time. This is your chance. You get her there. You keep her alive. And you said everything right. All the shit we did. Please say yes, Joel. Please. Oh,
0: fuck! And that episode, it just reminded me that soon after that, the swarm of... uh, uh, Infected. Infected come in, and it has the infamous zombie kiss
1: oh yeah remember that that was so
0: awkward like she's infected she's standing there all the infected are kind of running past her and this one infected guy kind of slowly saunters over to her yeah looks at her and then leans in yeah opens his mouth the tendrils come out yes and then he kisses her and the whole time she's trying to light the lighter to ignite the, the grenades and the gasoline and she eventually does, but ooh, that was so creepy.
1: It was creepy. I, I love her little oops yeah. <laughs> in there too. Like, oh uh, well, this yeah. is not good for me, but she just kind of sums it up in a oops. <laughs> but
0: as, as the series is going on and, and episode five was a good indication, you're seeing Joel kind of come to terms with like you know, he, he was fucked up after his daughter died and the world turned. He's become a jaded hardened crust you know, shell yeah of a person. He's starting to kind of maybe his humanity's starting to peek through a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I I, I saw I thought I saw a review about episode five. Is it interesting that Joel saw in the death of Henry and Sam, him and Ellie. Yeah. You know, that's them. Yeah. So but the stakes are a little higher because she could be the key to solving this uh fungal nightmare that's turned everybody into zombies. But yeah. Last of Us is a good show. Good show. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Yeah, I would say go check it out for Shizzle.
1: Not for kids, probably. No. No.
0: Not even close. No. Moving on.
1: Shrinking.
0: Shrinking, uh, an Apple TV Plus show that you can catch, I think, every Friday they push out new episodes. Um. It stars Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford. You got Jessica Williams, formerly of The Daily Show. Um, and what's her name from Scrubs? I don't remember her name. I just know that she's married to Bill Lawrence, one of the creators of the show.
1: Krista Miller. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: So basically this guy's he's a a, a, a therapist. Behavioral therapist. Mm-hmm. And uh, his wife has died and he is kind of spinning out of control a little bit. He's grieving. Grieving. Yep. He's had a you know, we open with him having a couple Hookers over, splash around the pool, <laughs> getting and
1: drunk. yeah
0: he's got a teenage daughter he's supposed to be looking after, and so they're all kind of grieving and not really grieving with each other. And you know, he's—I don't know if it's part of his grieving—is he's trying these new therapy methods?
1: I think he just kind of goes rogue. <laughs> he get—he's not getting anywhere with the conventional route with his patients, so he just kind of is like, well. Screw it. (laughs) I'm going to just say what I think here. He
0: tells the one patient who has an abusive boyfriend to move out. Leave him. Leave him. Yeah. And um, and anybody who's gone to therapy knows that they don't usually say that. Right. You know, they usually say something like, well, you got to decide. Are you safer with him or without him, you know? Yeah. But he's like, no, leave him.
1: Yeah, he's kind of like, I've been dealing with you for two years and methods changed and this is bad. Yeah. And so here you go. Here's-
0: Another patient just flat out, he moves him into his house once his parents kick him out.
1: Definitely crossing some boundaries here. <laughs> yeah,
0: some unorthodox therapy methods yeah. for sure. Yeah. But you got Harrison Ford is kind of the uh, mentor therapist for him and Jessica Williams. He's dealing with Parkinson's. And, you know, Jason Siegel's uh, just a flat, he's like Paul Rudd. You know, he's just. There isn't much he does that I don't like. Yeah. I, I believe him and enjoy him in pretty much every role he's done.
1: Yeah.
0: I forget what that movie was where he was like, uh, he breaks into this nice house by the vineyard.
1: Oh, yeah. We talked about that on it this podcast. It was a podcast. COVID movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he was good in that. Um, obviously, uh, you know, the comedies with him and, you know, Paul Rudd and uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I never. We never watched How I Met Your Mother. He was in that.
1: Windfall was the Windfall. name of that movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, Shrinking is a is an engaging show. It's it's a dramedy
1: type yeah. of thing. Uh, yeah, that that was going to be my comment about it. Is like there's some heavy stuff there. There's some, you know, grief and topics and you know dealing with divorce and you know, having, navigating a teenage daughter and a family estrangement with Harrison Ford and his daughter and things. There's, there's heaviness there, but I think they've done a really good job of bringing you back in with comedy. Like just when it gets too like <clears throat> sad or hard or, you know, you're really kind of yeah feeling that way. They really kind of bring that comedy into it too. And it, it's just really, really funny and good. It's
0: interesting because it's from Bill Lawrence and I think Brett Goldstein, who played uh, Roy Kent on Ted Lasso.
1: Ah, nice.
0: But Bill Lawrence did Scrubs Mm. and it's kind of in that vein, but it's not like Scrubs is definitely like more zany.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: But it definitely had heart.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: And I think this is kind of the inverse of that where it has heart mm-hmm. and then it has some comedy.
1: Yeah, like they they do enough of the comedy to bring some levity to each kind of situation and Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's 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 a it's an easy watch. Yeah. There's no real I don't want to say tragedies or, you know, real dark moments.
1: I mean, there are some. <sighs> I I get kind of sad when he gets sad about his wife, <clears throat> you know, there's some of those moments where that feels pretty heavy. And sad, you know,
0: but I don't think he gets sad about his wife. He grieves it, but he doesn't do it in aI'm sitting here crying type of way.
1: No, but, you know, just his memories and yeah. the things that he treasures in his mind as he's kind of imagining her still there, or maybe a memory that they shared, that part kind of gets me. It's a little sad. yeah,
0: but but it's um, it's an engaging show. It's interesting. I think it's interesting I think it's an interesting concept and maybe this has been dealt with before to see somebody who's supposed to know how to deal with yeah behavior and grief especially not yeah. being able to do it for themselves
1: well and how they help each other get through different things you wonder like does a therapist have a therapist you know yeah, yeah they do probably do they, they probably have imagine. to yeah. you know they probably hear and know of some really heavy stuff and they probably need a way to deal with that or handle it or you know there's people too they're not you know they're not inhuman and they have their own issues as well so
0: they're not psychoanalysis robots
1: yeah so yeah does the therapist have a therapist yes
0: (laughs) but um you know, I'm enjoying Jessica Williams' performance. Yeah,
1: as Gabby. Yeah.
0: She's uh, she's uh, she's knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Harrison Ford is Harrison Ford.
1: And I guess I didn't realize how funny he could be. I mean, you saw some of that in previous characters. Obviously, the you know, the big characters. Some in Indiana Jones. Some in Han Solo. But I don't know. He does, he does it really well. I don't know if I've ever really seen him do that much comedy, I guess. Yeah,
0: I don't know if he's really doing comedy here. Well, I think he's 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 saying funny lines, but he's doing it in a kind of a dry Harrison Ford way.
1: Well, yeah, that's exactly the character. He's just kind of dry and just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I'm old and, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm set in my ways <clears throat> and I'm old and here's my funny crack at, you know, wisdom and sarcasm.
0: And the only thing that I have an issue with the show is... You know, it seems like Bill Lawrence's wife, I forget her name, you just said it. Krista who,
1: Miller, who plays Liz. He,
0: she's in like all his stuff and Yeah. And look, I don't wanna I'm a big nepotism yes. not fan. Sure. She's fine. I just yeah. think like I, I just get annoyed by her sometimes. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the plastic surgery or the nepotism thing. She's I, I, and I'm trying to you know, divorce myself of those feelings because I think she's doing a a fine job. Sure. But I just can't ever not think about that stuff.
1: She's in a lot more scenes than I think the character lends itself for. There's a lot more of her there than I think should be sometimes. Like, I think she's doing great as that character and I don't mind, you know, I wouldn't even have known she was married to I like the character. But I think that there's more of her than maybe what's necessary sometimes.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: and can we talk about her husband in the show? It's played by Ted McGinley. Ted, I was like,
0: <laughs> Ted fucking shows canceled McGinley. <laughs> and so, for those who don't know, Ted McGinley is this actor. He's notorious in the '80s for joining a show right before it got canceled.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, Married with Children, I think.
1: Yeah, no way. He no. was
0: Darcy's husband the whole time, yeah. wasn't he? Okay, bad example. I want to say Love Boat sure. comes to mind. There's, there's at least three others. Okay. And unfortunately, he gets tagged with that. Yeah, it's not his fault. Yeah, because the show didn't get canceled because of him. Sure. Um, but you know that's that's just stuck with him. But he here playing Derek. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: what's your Nick character's name? Liz. Liz's uh, husband. He's just just a kind of like not odd, but kind of eccentric, kind of whatever. Yes. Type of character, yeah. you know, like he's pissing off the the back porch because Liz is in the bathroom taking forever. Yeah. And I thought about that scene
1: yeah. a couple days later, I'm like,
0: surely they have more than one bathroom in that nice Santa Barbara house or whatever. Yeah, you you're, you're kind of over-realizing
1: whatever, this fuck. character's actions.
0: But he's very like,
1: okay, whatever, Liz. Yep,
0: whatever you she says. Him up? No? Okay,
1: that's fine. <laughs> I like that line where she's like, he's going to retire soon, and then he's just going to follow me around the house asking how things work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that seems like... A uh, Derek character thing to do.
0: Yeah, the Derek character by Ted McGinley. I I don't know the history of Ted McGinley's performances, but boy, is he so well cast here and he's doing a great job. Yeah. As that kind of, you know, go with the flow, not taking anything too seriously. Yeah. You know, it's the kind of guy, it's like, you know, sh- their kid comes home. I'm just, this is a completely made up scenario. Kid comes home high as a kite and Liz is like, he was smoking dope all day, and he's like, did he save any for us? You know, or like, you know, with the good weed? You know, he's just
1: kind of that, that pop-up like character where he just kind of throws out a little bit of funny. It's almost here and like, there. and
0: this is an extreme example. It's almost like the uh, the character in the airplane who would jump into frame <laughs> and go, and Leon's getting larger, you yeah. know, and then he would pop out of frame. <laughs> it's almost like that character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not to that extreme, obviously, but it's a great character. Yeah. It's definitely a comedic element.
1: Definitely, yeah.
0: Like, I wonder if they'll have that moment where Derek sits down with one of the main characters and says, You know, when I was your age, <laughs> or when I deal with this situation, you know, it yeah. gets kind of deep and doubtful.
1: Yeah. I, think, I hope they don't. I, you know, I think he kind of has his place as kind of, you know, the zany comedy relief there.
0: It's and, funny, like, the first episode. I think it wasn't until the second episode that was like, oh, shit, that's Ted McGinley.
1: I know, right? Yeah.
0: But uh, Shrinking on Apple TV Plus, it's a good show.
1: It is a good show. It's a fun
0: show. It's, uh, yeah. it's got the heart. It's got some laughter, some yeah. great characters, and I don't, I don't think you can go wrong with Shrinking. No. I like the dramedy stuff. Yeah. And I think that's a great format because you essentially have everything in one basket. You know, you can address serious issues, but not lose sight of the funny things because it's kind of synonymous with life. You know, there's a lot of bullshit. It's synonymous
1: with your life. This is how you deal with heavy issues is humor. It always comes out. Well, it's not that they're
0: dealing with heavy issues with humor. uh, Yeah. But the show is providing some comedic washing.
1: Which is what you do to our life, too. (laughs) I can see why you're drawn to that kind of stuff, because that that is. That is you. That is what you kind of bring to the table.
0: Or maybe I'm drawn to the show because I I'm in a shitload of therapy myself.
1: <laughs> Who isn't?
0: Right. Yeah. All right. Anything else on shrinking?
1: No, it's a good show. Check it out. It a lot is. of good. A lot of good characters. A lot of good writing. Absolutely. Good stuff.
0: You should go check it out. And check us out next week yeah. when we have us a little bit of Top Gun Maverick. And I'm sure we'll have another show to talk about.
1: Oh, we'll have to check it out.
0: Yeah. This has been the uh, Married with Channels podcast. Again, hopefully everybody's feeling sick uh, better. We can get back (laughs) to like a weekly schedule and uh, deliver what our two and a half listeners are looking for.
1: Share, tell your friends.
0: Absolutely. We're on Twitter at MarriedWChans with two N's. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Until then, I'm Moose.
1: And I'm Jody. We're
0: Married and we do a podcast on TV and movies. Bye.
1: Bye.